There's a period of time in this dunya, before this dunya, he was long before this in alam e when Allah had gathered all the souls. And then, eventually, after time, as the process is continued, came into the womb of his mother. And now, inside the belly of this earth, this universe, and then one day in the belly of the grave, and then on the day of Qiyamah, he'll have to present himself to Allah Ta'ala. And then, Nabi Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, that on that point, فَمَنْ زُحْزِحَ عَنِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ فَقَدْ فَازِ The one who has saved himself from the fire of Jahannam. The one who has been saved from the fire of Jahannam and been entered into Jannah. And he has now reached eternal success. Permanent and everlasting success. This insan wasn't existing at a time. He is now, we are here in dunya. There were people before us. There will be people after us also. Till the day of Qiyamah, the Silsila. This thing will carry on. But whoever comes will never perish forever. His different phases will continue. And the real life will only come after his eyes close. It's a very, very temporary phase that he's in. The real life will only come when a person's eyes close. Then the real life will start. And that real life is never ending. And for the preparation of that real life, Allah gave us this short life in dunya. That with this little mujahada and sacrifice that insan will make in the short life that he has, he will suppress his evil desires and passions that come to him sometimes to tempt him towards the disobedience of Allah. He will restrict himself from those things that Allah has forbidden. He will engage himself in what Allah has commanded. And in the process, there will be some little sacrifices required. But for those little sacrifices, then comes a time when his eyes are closed and he has to be left, put down to the grave. And the grave also speaks to him and says that of all the people walking on the earth, I love you the most. And now that you are in me, let me show you how I will treat you. And then the grave expands to the extent of his vision and sight. And then one window of Jannah will be opened for him. And the bedding of Jannah will be placed for him. And the cool breeze of Jannah will come through that window. And he will be told, Nam kanaumatil awus. Sleep like as the bride sleeps. Nobody even bothers to wake up because she's a bride. Nobody troubles her the next day. So you will not be bothered in any way, troubled in any way. Peace and serenity for you. And then comes the day of Qiyamah. And he will be, inshallah, raised with the Ambiya, with the pious. And he will be given, inshallah, the shade of the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. And if he conducted himself in dunya the way Allah Ta'ala had ordered him, then inshallah he will cross the bridge of Sirat with the speed of lightning. And then it's everlasting Jannah for him. Where after all the other bounties have been given, then Allah Ta'ala himself will ask, is there something more I can give you? Can you imagine Allah asking people of Jannah 
where they've been blessed with all the bounties of Jannah. And those bounties which Mala Ainun Rahat, Wala Udun Sami'at, Wala Khatara Ala Kalbi Bashar, Kama Khan, the Prince of Allah, Allah Allah says that I have prepared for my pious servants in Jannah those bounties which no eye has seen, which no ear has heard of, and no heart can even imagine. It has never crossed the heart of any person also. Those bounties, and where the smallest Jannah that any person would have, the person who would go last in the Jannah. And Abu Hurairah relates the hadith of the Mishkaw, the person who would go last, whole detail is given, how he will be taken out of Jannah, and how he will then be brought one, one step at a time, one, one point at a time. And eventually he will go into Jannah. And the crux of it is he will be given a Jannah ten times the size of this world. The last person to go into Jannah. After all this, Allah Ta'ala will still ask, is there something he can give you more? The Jannatis themselves will be surprised, what more can you ask for? At that point, Allah Ta'ala will announce that that from now, I have announced my everlasting pleasure for you. I will never ever become displeased with you. It is stated in the hadith that the people of Jannah, they will get so elated over this announcement that they were never so happy in their lives and in Jannah. That now Allah Allah will never be displeased with them ever. So this everlasting joy and happiness and bliss and serenity and all the na'mas of Jannah, this is something that is waiting for every moment. But this little time of dunya, this short life Allah has given us, this is the place to prepare for that everlasting Jannah. Dunya Mazra'at al Akhirah, Allah says, as Nabi Islam says, that this dunya, this world, this is the planting field of the hereafter. This is the place where a person has to make that effort. He has to make a little sacrifice. He has to sacrifice those things that tempt him towards haram. They take him away from Allah. They take him towards the disobedience of Allah. That little mujahara he has to make. But in that process, he is making his akhirah. So this is a very, very short time that Allah has blessed us with this opportunity to make this everlasting akhirah. And for this, Allah has given us all these na'mats of dunya that we use it for the sake of getting closer to Allah. Everything Allah has blessed us with is His na'mat, His bounty. And Allah keeps reminding us of these bounties and favors also. That we should be keep looking within ourselves, recognize the bounties and the na'mats of Allah. Within yourself also, don't you think, don't you ponder what Allah has blessed you with? Don't you recognize the gifts of Allah? One more thing that Allah has blessed you with. So to reflect over this and recognize Allah. Allah is our creator. He is our sustainer. He is our nourisher. He has blessed us with everything. When Allah has blessed us with everything, why should we become anybody else's? We are only Allah us. Allah has blessed us with everything so we should worship Him alone. We should obey Him alone. And we should fulfill His orders. So for this to reality to come within us, this is the effort that is required to build this yaqeen, to build this conviction on the promises of Allah.
Prabhupada has warned us about to have that conviction as well. When this conviction comes in, then this will drive a person forward. There is one incident, one person saw Abdullah bin Mubarak in a dream after he passed away. He asked him, how did things go with you? He said, Alhamdulillah, Allah forgave me. But I envy the rank of that blacksmith who lived across the road from me. This person knew the rank of Abdullah bin Mubarak such a great muhadith, such a great mujahid, person who spent part of the year in hadith and part of the year in striving in the path of Allah Ta'ala and person who was of a very high caliber rank and he's saying I'm envying the rank of this blacksmith that took in front of me. The person thought there's something to this dream, there's some, some message in here, some lesson. In any case, he traveled, he went to the place that Abdullah Mubarak lived in and he inquired where is his house and said, well, this is where he used to live, he passed away. He said, well, the blacksmith living somewhere here, he said, the blacksmith used to live opposite him, he also passed away. So, in any case, he comes to the house of that blacksmith and he knocks on the door, the lady opens the door and she answers from behind the parda. So he says that, who lived here? He says, well, my husband passed away, what he used to do, he was a blacksmith. What was special about your husband? He wasn't, he was just an ordinary person. What was special about him? He was a Muslim and fulfilled his obligations of deen. So then he related his dream and he said, There must be something, there's some message in some lesson in this. What is something that was happening really special about him? He said, Well, I don't know, but since you're asking and since you say you saw this dream and there's some perhaps some message, there were two things which were very, very outstanding about him. Among other things, one was that he was a blacksmith, he used to be busy in his work and he used to be shaping all this steel to make whatever is required, some sword or some utensil. So he had to be put in the furnace, in the hot fire and when it's now ready to be stamped, you have to stamp it quickly so that thing can be done in good time and you get what shape you want. So it's all a difficult task standing there and waiting for it to get red hot and then now to stamp it quickly. She says all this used to be the case daily, but often it used to happen that he has now waited for that piece of iron to now get red hot, ready to be now stamped, and he picked up his mallet to start stamping. Now it's like the combination of all this effort that he's put in. And he says at that time if you hear the azan. He would drop that mallet from there and say, the, rub, the call of my rub has called. Allah. And he would stop right there and proceed to the masjid. He said, this was one aspect in his life. And the other thing is, that after Isha, he would come home, then he would make some ibadat, then he would come out of the house and he would look across the road to the house of Abdullah bin Mubarak, who used to often be, probably in the summer nights, etc., on the roof of his house, black roof, like a roof garden, and he would be engaged in ibadat. See, my husband would then look at this and he would say, Ya Allah, I have to work the whole day and I'm a simple worker and now I'm tired and tomorrow I will work again. So I don't have this capacity to stand the whole night in ibadat, like Abdullah bin Mubarak, Abdullah. But I wish I could. And he would say this and he would go to bed. And then wake up in the late part of the night and make some ibadat again and then go for Fajr Salah. He says, well, this is it. But what drove him to drop that mallet, the, question, the lesson that we have to learn in this is, that 
why did he just drop that right there? This was yaqeen. That this doesn't provide for me, Allah Ta'ala provides. وَأْمُرْ أَهْلَكَ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَاسْتَبِرْ عَلِيهَا لَا نَسْأَلُكَ رِزْقَا Allah Ta'ala says, that command your family people with the performance of salah, you also be punctual upon it. And immediately what did Allah Ta'ala say, لَا نَسْأَلُكَ رِزْقَا We don't ask you to provide risk. This is our duty. We will provide the risk. You fulfill what we have commanded. Now this was Yaqeen. He's lifted that mallet. Everything is ready to be done. But this doesn't provide for me. Allah Ta'ala provides. Allah Ta'ala provides in then unseen ways also. So this Yaqeen has to be built. To the extent that this Yaqeen will be built, then that Salah will come in place. Then a person will be able to answer the call of the Muazzin no matter what the situation is. Then when there is that temptation to do some haram business, no matter how profitable it may seem, but the yaqeen will be there that this is destruction. There's no profit in this. This is destruction. Even if I get something less in the halal way, that is profit. And that is something that will bring barakah. When there is that yaqeen built up, then he will be able to lower his gaze. Because he is now conscious Allah that is watching. When that yaqeen is built, then he will be able to do whatever Allah that has commanded. And to undertake difficulties for the sake of deen will become easy for him. Because now that yaqeen is there in the akhirah, what am I going to get? What Allah that has kept in store for me? So for all this, for this yaqeen to come, for this conviction to come in our hearts, for us to move in this right direction, for all this are the efforts of deen. Because this comes with effort. Even the little, bit, little things of dunya, this too is not a cry without effort. What about the everlasting akhirah? What about those ni'mats and bounties of Jannah? That too will not come without effort. Allah Ta'ala has made this effort of being the means of gaining that yaqeen and all the various sifat and qualities that should be left in Umin. And Allah Ta'ala has kept this everlasting Jannah based on the effort that a person makes in dunya. Allah inna sil'at Allah al-Ghaliya Allah inna sil'at Allah al-Jannah Nabi Islam says that the merchandise of Allah Ta'ala is very very precious It's not something on a supermarket shelf It's not something lying on the street corner It is very precious And something very precious and effort is made for it This work of Ta'awat and Tabliq is for the same effort That a person comes out in the path of Allah Ta'ala Comes out of his environment, comes out in the environment of being comes out in the environment where the greatness of Allah Ta'ala is spoken about day and night, morning and evening to bring this yaqeen Allah Ta'ala is in the world my shop, my business, my occupation, my job, anything nothing provides for me Allah Ta'ala provides for me and whatever I will do only that will be what Allah Ta'ala has decreed so I have to now submit myself to Allah Ta'ala when a person day and night is in this environment when he is talking about the greatness of Allah Ta'ala, listening to the greatness of Allah Ta'ala, and inviting others towards the greatness of Allah Ta'ala, then this sooner or later starts coming down into his own heart. This is the object, to bring this within ourselves. This yaqeen, this conviction in the promises of Allah Ta'ala, and in the akhirah, that this akhirah is coming. We cannot escape this akhirah, nobody has escaped it. People have come before us are gone, one day we will be gone. And those who will come after us will also go. And everyone will have to answer with their tayam. So when this yaqeen in the akhirah will be built, then we will be able to live our life correctly. 
the Quran says, الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةِ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Allah Ta'ala is that being who's created death and life. Whereas life becomes, comes before death. Allah Ta'ala mentions death first. Allah Ta'ala is that being who created death and life to test you. And who does the best of actions? The ulama explained that death is mentioned first. Because only that person will live his life correctly who has his death in front of him. The person who forgets death, then he'll live his life in any way. Free life, unconcerned. But the person who has his death in front of him will live his life correctly. In order to live that life correctly, there is an effort to be able to have build this yaqeen within us so that we can then fulfill the commands of Allah Ta'ala with ease and be in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala and become his true slaves and servants. For that is this effort of Dawah, for that is the effort of the Mashayikh, the efforts of the Ahlullah, the efforts of Taskiyah, the effort of Ta'aleem. All the efforts of Deen are towards the same end result, the same object and purpose, to bring the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in our hearts and become the true servants of Allah Ta'ala. So for this, Alhamdulillah, this Ishtima is also around the corner, the 25, 26, 27th of April. And this is an opportunity for us to now make such an effort that this Yaqeen comes within ourselves, this importance of this Yaqeen comes in one and all. And the effort of the Ishtima, the real success of it is the effort before it. This is the time to take the commission of the entire Ishtima also. And whatever good will come out of it, those who make the effort before it, they will take the full share and full reward of that. So Allah Ta'ala has brought about these opportunities. These are occasions where Allah Ta'ala makes these occasions happen for us to take the great benefits, the great rewards with a little bit of effort, a little bit of sacrifice. So for this, Alhamdulillah, this is an opportunity standard. Mashallah is the place where the istima is taking place. So being the host, this is an opportunity for us to, besides the whatever intizam and the arrangements are, to also make this effort to bring this entire purpose of this istima alive. Because the object and the purpose is how this deen becomes alive. How this yaqeen settles in the heart of every person. And every person becomes the true servant of Allah. This is something that we have to make an effort on ourselves, effort on others as well. So inshallah for this, we all would definitely be inshallah be in the ishtima with all our everything, heart and soul, with the purpose and object of imbibing the lessons that will be given there and bringing our entire life to deen and the effort of deen. Inshallah we invited others as well. So for this inshallah, we all will be making the intentions.
احادیث مبارکہ کا امبول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کا بیان فرمانا قرآن مبارک سے عمل سے ان سب کا مقصد یہ ہے کہ پورا دین پوری دنیا میں پوری انسانیت میں زندہ پورا دین پوری انسانیت میں قیامت تک کے لیے زندہ نظام الدین میں سنا حضرت جی حضرت مولانا انعام الحسن صاحب رحمۃ اللہ علیہ دعا فرما رہے تھے دوپہر کو بارہ بجے اترتے تھے کچھ نصیحت فرماتے تھے پھر روانگی جماعتوں کی ہوتی دعا فرماتے تو انہیں دعا فرما رہے تھے اللہ محید دین کلّہ فی العالم کلّہ الا یوم القیام وجعلنا سبب لذالی میں نے جب سنا تو مجھے بہت پسند آیا تو میں نے یاد کر لیا اللہ محید دین کلّہ یا اللہ پورا دین نظام فرمائے فی العالم کلّہ پورے عالم میں پوری دنیا میں قیامت تک کے کے لیے قیامت کے دن تک کے لیے اور ہم کو یا اللہ بطور سبب کے استعمال کرنا تو تبلیغی کام کا ایک مزاج اور ایک خصوصیت اس کی عمومیت کم سے کم ہر مسلمان تک پورا دین پہنچنا چاہیے اور ہر مسلمان پورے دین پر عمل پیرا ہونا چاہیے صرف وہی مسلمان نہیں جو اچھی بستیوں میں ہیں جہاں بہت سارے علماء کرام ہیں نہیں جہاں بھی مسلمان دنیا میں ہیں وہاں تک دعوت پہنچنی چاہیے ان کے دلوں میں یقین کامل پیدا ہونا چاہیے ان کی زندگی میں عبادات صحیح آئیں اخلاق صحیح ہو معاملات صحیح ہو معاشرت صحیح ہو یعنی پورا دین آئے اس کے لیے عمومی محنت کی ضرورت مولانا ابو الحسن علی ندوی رحمۃ اللہ علیہ کا ایک مقالہ میں نے پڑھا تو بہت سارا قید ہے وہ فرماتے ہیں کہ خیر و قرون کے بعد سلف سالعین کے بعد اور یہ بات بہت سے علماء کی تحریر میں موجود ہے ایک کمزوری امت میں یہ آئی ہے کہ محنت کا میدان طالبین تک منحصر ہو کے رہ گیا ہے جیسے ہم کہتے ہیں ہمارا مدرسہ ہماری خانقاہ ہماری مسجد تو جو طلب جن مرضوں کے اندر طلب ہے وہ آ رہے ہیں ان کو سکھانا ان کو ترقی دینا ان کو پڑھانا ہر لحاظ سے تقوا ہے سنت آئے لیکن امت کا اکثر حصہ اکثر طبقہ جو ہے وہ دین سے غافل ہے وہ دین سے غافل ہے اور ایسا غافل ہے کہ اس کو اپنے نقصان کا بھی احساس نہیں دیکھ لیجیے اسٹنگر بعض لوگ کہتے ہیں ہم لوگ سلام کر کے کیا دیتے اسٹنگر شریف آپ لوگوں نے کبھی حساب لگایا ہے باقاعدہ اسٹینجر میں کتنی بالغ مرد عورت ہیں اور اس میں فائیو ٹائم ریگولر نمازی کتنے ہیں سب ہوا شاید اسٹینجر کی طرح آزاد بھی ہے نا انیس بیس ہوگا وہ بھی اچھی جگہ ہے نا سنا ہوگا نا لیکن وہاں جب باقاعدہ حساب کیا گیا تو ٹوینٹی فائیو پرسینٹ مسلمان ریگولر نماز خالی مسجدوں میں آدمی دیکھ کر نہیں اتنے آدمی مسجد میں گھروں میں کتنے ہیں اس کا صحیح حساب لگانا پڑے گا تب پتہ چلے گا پھر جو ٹوینٹی فائیو پرسینٹ مسجد میں آتے ہیں اگر ان کی نمازوں کا چیک اپ ہو مفتی کے پاس 
तो उसमें से आधे चले जाएंगे फेल हो जाएंगे बल्कि शायद ज्यादा तो तबलीगी काम की एक खास बात यह है कि यूं सोचा जाता है मरकजों पर बैठ कर नजामुद्दीन और तमाम दुनिया भर के मरकजों पर कि हर मुसलमान तक कैसे दावत पहुंचे और वो खुद दाई बने ताकि उसको फिक्र वाकर उसमें तलब पैदा हो जब आदमी में तलब पैदा होती है तो फिर वो कोशिश करता है बच्चों को देखिए जब तक लापरवाह उनको कोई परवाह नहीं काम की दुकान जाने के लिए तैयार नहीं दुकान में जाके काम करने के लिए तैयार नहीं लेकिन जब माल की लालच दिल में पैदा हो जाती है और बिजनेस का मिजाज पैदा हो जाता है तो वक्त से पहले पहुंचता है तबीयत नासाज होती है तब भी वो एक पैनाडोल के बजाय दो पैनाडोल ले लेता है कहते मैं जाऊंगा और दोपहर को कस्टमर बहुत होते हैं तो सैंडविच खा के काम चला लेता है रात की दुनिया से आगे घर खा लेंगे क्यों माल की तलब पैदा हो गई बिजनेस का मिजाज पैदा हो गया अब बाप को कहने की जरूरत नहीं है तो वाले साहब से पहले निकलता है सलमान सईद अहमद खान साहब रहा ने ये बात समझाई है उनकी किताब आई है उसकी कमियों का मजमू यहाँ भी तस्वीर जाते हैं स्टिंगर की सुल्तान भी आए तो तबलीगी काम की खास खसूसियत यह है कि हर एक तक हर मुसलमान को सही गुना बनना चाहिए जंगलों में उन पर तो लोकेशन में उन पर और जमातें जंगलों में चलाई जाए ऐसी जगहों पर जमातें चलती हैं पाकिस्तान और इंडिया वगैरह की या हमारे साउथ अफ्रीका हम लोग तो बहुत सॉफ्ट हैं और बहुत नाजुक हैं बहुत ऐशकरस्त हैं जा भी नहीं सकते क्यों जिनमें तलब नहीं है क्यों उनको छोड़े हुए हैं और वाकता ये बहुत बड़ा नुकसान हुआ हुआ तालबीन के लिए इंतजाम बहुत है किताबें कौन पढ़ता है जिसमें तलब है मदरसों में कौन जाता है जिनमें तलब है खानगाहों में कौन जाता है जिनमें तलब है और उम्मत की अक्सरियत पर तलब है इसी हजरत महाराज साहब रहमत ने फरमाया कि इस वक्त मेरे ख्याल में बेतलबों में दीन की तलब पैदा करना सबसे बड़ा जिहाज है और ये बहुत मुश्किल काम है बहुत मुश्किल काम जहाँ पर कोई इस्तेमाल नहीं कोई दावत नहीं कोई फैसिलिटी नहीं वहाँ भी जाके जमातें ठहरती हैं पैदल चलती हैं खेमे लगाती हैं एक एक मुसलमान से मिलने की कोशिश करती हैं उनकी खुशामद बरामद करते हैं बाहर मुल्कों में कभी एक मुसलमान से मिलने के लिए 200 किलोमीटर का सफर 100 किलोमीटर का सफर 50 किलोमीटर का सफर सिर्फ एक मुसलमान से मिलने के लिए मुसलमान बहुत कीमती है तो सही मुसलमान होना चाहिए तो ये जो कुर्बानी है ये सरफ सालिन का तरीका है इसको दोबारा जिंदा करने की ये फिक्र है अल्लाह तला सब कुछ समझ दे आदमी जब हिम्मत करता है तो अल्लाह तो फिर देते हैं बेशक कुर्बानी कुर्बानी है हम लोग अलपरस्त हैं हम नरम नरम और गर्म गर्म बिस्तर नहीं छोड़ना चाहते नाइस कंफर्टेबल टॉयलेट और बाथरूम नहीं छोड़ना चाहते बेहतरीन लजीज खानों का दसरखान नहीं छोड़ना चाहते हमारा मिजाज ऐसा बिगड़ गया है लेकिन हमको आना है उसी सतह पर जिस सतह पर सर पर चाल थे तब इन शीन दुनिया में जिंदा होगा फिर अल्लाह सुबहान तैर मुसलमिन को भी देखें तोफिल देंगे जब हम सही मुसलमान बनेंगे तो उनका दिन जो है तो इस्लाम की तरफ मायल होगा आज तो हमारे अंदर इतनी खराबियाँ हैं कि हम नहीं कह सकते काफिलों से कौन मिसलना साहब इक्राम जाके ऐसे दावत देते थे कौन मिसलना देखो हमको हमको देखो ऐसे बन जाओ हम लोग कह सकते हैं नहीं कह सकते हमारे अंदर बहुत खराबियाँ तो इसके लिए इरादा फरमाएँ माशा सब समझदार हैं 
बाहर बाहर निकल चुके हैं और काम असल ये है इंतज़ाम इंतज़ामी काम और खिदमत मेहमानों की वो तो होगी इन शह वो भी बहुत बड़ा काम है लेकिन उससे जो बड़ा काम है जो असल मकसद है वो ये है कि हम सब अल्लाह के रास्ते में निकलने वाले बने और जहाँ जहाँ के लोगों को खुश आमद करें और उनको भी अल्लाह के रास्ते में निकालें उनको दाई बनाएँ ताकि उनमें आखरत की फिक्र हो जो मना भी कह रहे थे आखरत की नियामतों का यकीन हो और ये कि दुनिया टम्परेरी है और लाइफ टम्परेरी है सब चीज़ें फ़ानी हैं असल तो रियालिटी वो है इसका यकीन आए लोग अपनी ज़िंदगी को सुधारें गलत ज़िंदगी से तोबा करें तकवा वाली ज़िंदगी गुजारें इतबार सुन्नत पर आएँ पाँच वक्त के नमाज नमाजी बने जिक्र तलावत करने वाले बने अखलाक मामलों माशा सब शरीर के मुताबिक हो लेन देन और कारोबार शरीर के मुताबिक हो सारे मुसलमान जब बेहतरीन इस्लाम पर आएँगे तो अल्लाह सुबहानफरों के दिल को खोलेंगे और थोड़ी सी दावत जो है वो उनके दिलों में उतरने के लिए काफ़ी हो जाएगी अल्लाह तक Position that we can imagine what is the position elsewhere. 
and then the 25% also, those who come to the masjid, if we really have to check the salah of each person and they have to each one has to go to a Buddhist house and say, check my salah, Allah will bless something will fail from there also. So this is the aspect that this work, the requirement here, or the purpose object is that every person, male, female, young and old, every person can come onto deen, can, this da'wah can reach him and he can become a da'wah also. And when this talab comes into him, then he himself will move forward. This it says that if you look in so many parts of the world, that these jamaats have moved, they move through jungle, they move through places, especially in Pakistan and so on, the jamaats have worked there, which we can't even imagine being and working in those places. We are so soft and we are so weak. But in all these places, the whole object is that every single person is down to reach him. And this was what he stated, that the greatest jihad of the time is to create this thirst and talab in those who don't have it. And this is not an easy task, this is a very difficult task, but this is the object. That to go to each person and to create this thirst in him. When this thirst is created in him, then he himself will move. Like that person that is now, he doesn't know what the effect of the business, he wants to do nothing. And he doesn't have this talab, he doesn't have the, in front of him, but he's going to get out of it, he wants to do nothing. But when he starts going, and he sees what this ringing, and now he's got this coming into his blood, then the father doesn't tell him to open the shop. If he's not well, instead of taking one for an hour, he takes two. But he wants to be there in time. Before the father leaves the house, he's already gone. Because now he's seen what this is giving him. Now the talab for this business has come into him. So when the talab of deen will come, then a person now will not have to be pushed. He will move on his own strength. And he will move others as well. The Sahaba Ikram, when they would go to others, they would say to them, give them down by saying, Kunu mithlana. Become like us. How far away we are we don't have that ability to tell anybody become like us because we are so far ourselves. But when we will make this effort and bring this into every single person, go to one one person, plead with him, bring him closer to Allah Ta'ala, then this entire deen inshallah will come alive and we will also see the benefit of it, others will also see the benefit. اللہ ہم سب کے دلوں کو ایمان کامل سے 
اللہ منور فرما اپنی محبتوں سے بھر دے اپنے حبیب صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی محبت سے بھر دے اور اللہ ہر اپنی بات پر اپنے حبیب صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی بات پر یقین کامل اور شرح صدر نصیب فرما اے اللہ جنت و جہنم کی حقیقت ہمیں سمجھا آخرت کی بلسرات کے حساب کتاب کی حقیقت سمجھا یہ دور کی چیز نہیں ہے یہ بہت قریب ہے بہت جلد آ جانے والی ہے اے اللہ ہم نے اپنی زندگیاں کوتاہی میں سستی میں کائلی میں گناہوں میں معاصم گزاری ہیں اللہ ہم سب سے توبہ کرتے ہیں ہر سارے گناہوں کو اللہ مبتل بل حسنات فرما اور ہر گناہ سے دور رہنے کی پوری ہمت عطا فرما تقوا کی دولت سے مالا مال فرما ہمارے سروں پر اپنے ولایت خاص کا گتاج اللہ محل اپنے فضل سے جس طرح آپ نے ایمان دیا ایسے تقوا دے کر ولایت خاص کی دولت سے بھی مالا مال فرمائیے نبی پاک صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی ہر سنت سے محبت عطا فرمائیے اس پر جان دینے کا جذبہ پیدا فرمائیے کہ اللہ اپنے حکموں کو اور اپنے حبیب صلی اللہ علیہ سنتوں کو پوری دنیا میں زندہ فرما دیجیے کفر اور شرک اور معاصر کو اور گناہوں کو ختم فرما دیجیے خاص طور سے ہم مسلمانوں کے دلوں کو ایک اور نیک بنا دیجیے ہمارے دلوں کو جوڑ دیجیے اور دین کو زندہ کرنے کی محنت میں ہمیں قبول فرما لیجیے ہمارے بیماروں کو شبائے کاملہ عادلہ مسمرہ نصیب فرمائیے ضعیف بولے کمزوروں کو قوت اور ہمت و طاقت عطا فرمائیے ہمارے مرحومین مرحومات کی پوری مقرب فرمائیے ہمارے اساتذہ اور مشاہد کو ہماری طرف سے بہترین جزا اور بدلہ نصیب فرمائیے جو زندہ ہیں ان کو دنیا اور آخرت کو خوشی و مسرت نصیب فرمائیے جو قبروں میں چلے گئے یا اللہ ان کے درجات کو بلند فرمائیے ہر پریشانی کو دور فرمائیے اے اللہ ان کے لیے جنت میں اعلیٰ مقام مقرر فرمائیے اللہ معنی نسل من خیر ما سال کمن نبی کا محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم و نعوذ بک من شر مستعار کمن نبی کا سیدنا محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم انت المستعان علیک البلاء ولا حول ولا قوت الا بالله سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون السلام على المرسلين والحمد لله السلام عليكم